0: Hey everybody, I'm Shar Hugh, I'm the host of Voices of LTCI, I'm also the CEO of the Helper Bees, and I'm very excited to have our guest today in the Helper Bees headquarters here in Austin, Texas. Uh, we have Shauna Meyer, she is the President and CEO of North American Life and Health, a GE company. Um, Shauna and I have known us, known each other for a long time. Um, Shauna was gracious enough to invite me to participate in one of the first. Uh, medical symposium Um, not as really the helper bees representative but more as a long-term care provider and and an ex-scientist so I've always been appreciative of her. Um, So welcome you to our first episode here uh, where we're going to talk a little bit around just where you see the, the industry heading but before we get to that how did you get into long term care insurance? Is it something that you've always wanted to do back in kindergarten or is it sort of something later in your professional career?
1: Well, let me start by thanking you for having me. I think this um, series is really great uh, for you to initiate, so thank you for that. Um, yeah, definitely in kindergarten, I said, <laughs> you know, I want to be a long term care actuary. You know, that was my life's ambition. Now, I uh, started out um, all through school, really, I wanted to be a math teacher. Um, So my degree is actually in math education. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. And uh, uh, the summer after I graduated from college, I took an internship with an insurance company as an actuary, as an actuarial student, um, and never left. And my very first job was pricing a long-term care product um, so it goes all the way back to the late 90s for me um, I've certainly worked on other products over the years but LTC has always been kind of a common thread throughout my career um, so I've very much enjoyed it I always joke that a few times I've tried to get away but it always pulls me back so um, that is a big focus of, of our business today and, and I definitely enjoy that product
0: Fascinating background. I want to zoom in a little bit more on what keeps pulling you back into long-term care insurance. Um, I've always been fascinated with it as a service provider, but as I learned more about insurance, which I knew, knew nothing about really seven years ago, I've been fascinated with like, the, the many different dynamics from the complicated math to like thinking of issues decades down the line. But we, what we don't always talk about in the insurance industry is just sort of the heartfelt mission that we have. We have the ability to impact millions of lives over decades. Is that a draw? Is there anything there that has pulled you back in over the many, many different years?
1: Yeah, I think for me it's twofold. I do love the complexity of the product. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember in those early days back in the 90s, uh, my boss said, long-term care insurance is great because it won't take you long to know as much as anybody else uh, because it was so new at that point. So that always appealed to me, you know, kind of being on the forefront of something new and different and and learning along with the rest of the industry. So that definitely is more the academic side. You know, I'm an actuary by training, and so I I love that complicated math. Um, But as you said, you know, sort of more of the mission side. I received some really great advice early in my career uh, where somebody said, you know, really get to know the claims people. Understand how they process claims. Understand how they make their decisions, how they capture data, you know, It'll make you a better actuary. Uh, so I did, you know, I always said back in those days, you actually dialed the phone and, uh, she was the only, the head of claims was the only phone number that I had memorized at work. Um, and just spent a lot of time with her going through file by file and understanding the claim experience from the insurance perspective. And I, it's something I still to this day tell every actuary that I can, because I think it really gives you a unique perspective on the role that this product plays in people's lives. And not just the insureds, but the family members as well, and their loved ones.
0: Yeah, I've seen that. In our intro, I talked about how one of the first engagements you and I had was on your medical symposium from very many years ago. You have started bringing together experts from the field that traditionally didn't know anything about long-term care insurance. I remember your first symposium having a longevity expert who talked about—he um, was an actual expert in that field of just just longevity sciences that I didn't even know existed. Um, is that an area that you think is, um, or yeah, what, what are your thoughts about that area in general on bringing more experts in the industry? What is the effect that you think it's going to have on, on, on what we do from the claims side to the actuarial side to the wellness side?
1: Well, the impetus for the medical symposium was really to say there's innovation, there's medical advancements, there's changes to longevity, as you mentioned, there's changes to the way that care is being provided. As an actuary, I'm trying to predict the future. So it's important for me not only to understand the emerging experience through claim data and and uh, experience analysis, but also what is evolving, you know, what are the new innovations? You know, the, the idea came to us. Uh, One night we were chatting about Alzheimer's research um, and somebody mentioned, you know, one of the companies that had increased their funding. And I thought, this is something actuaries should know and understand. Um, And so, you know, as you and I were talking just a little bit ago, the way that care is provided today, it's hard for me to imagine that that will be the same in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. You know, will that be a person or will technology play a role in that? Um, And again, as an actuary, selfishly, I want to understand that so I can better predict the future and understand it. Um, I think the way it's really evolved for me now, instead of just trying to anticipate those changes, what role can we play? You know, how can we help people uh, age better, age more independently, have a better experience, um, and play a role in that as well?
0: So, is that an area you think, broadly as an industry, we can make an impact? Which is not only predicting what's going to happen and taking assimilating all of this really great external uh, information, but also leading the charge on hey, this this is how you age healthy, remain at home if that's one of your goals. Do you feel us as an industry being able to now push that envelope forward and meet that consumer demand?
1: I do think we can play a role in that. I mean, the the reality is, uh, you know, private long term care insurance is not the majority of the population. Right. So I do believe that there'll be innovation outside of the long term care insurance industry, and I think we'll benefit from that. Um, But I also feel that there's a lot of focus on medical care and the medical aspects. You know, We are more medical adjacent um, than directly involved in in medical uh, advancements. And so I think that's the unique role that we play is to look at um, the areas that aren't healthcare directly, Um, a lot of the work that you do um, to really focus and fill out that need for people that that still plays a very important role in uh, impacting how people age.
0: Well, I know a lot of listeners to this podcast are not only LTCI professionals, but others who are um, trying to innovate in the field. So you had a great lesson uh, that you mentioned around advice that you were given to really befriend the claim side of things. Any other major lessons learned either uh, that can relate to long-term care insurance based on sort of historical precedent or just general good professional career advice?
1: Yeah, I've been sitting in the CEO chair for a little over a year now, um, and my reflection on that time kind of the the number one learning is don't be afraid to ask questions and i think it's really applicable to career advice as well as to the ltc industry um i think sometimes people are afraid you know of showing their ignorance um or you know for me early in my years of long-term care you would ask questions about certain pain points for this industry and that was frowned upon, you know, oh, you're not being optimistic, you're, you're being too conservative, you know, you're worried about the wrong things. And in reality, some of those things, you know, materialized over time. So I think it's important to follow your gut, ask the questions. If you're, um, you know, being deferred on doing that, you know, sometimes it makes sense to continue to push uh, and the reality is, we're we're very fortunate in this industry. There's a lot of people that are willing to yeah, share their there's. knowledge. And the question, you know, it's it's very trite, but the question you have, you know, others may have as well. Um, and don't be afraid to just keep picking.
0: That's a great response. So I, I've seen you in particular do this. Well, you'll reach out to me and other experts to say um, you, that something might be obvious to a provider, but in a very niche. But in our world, on the on the insurance side, it's not. in... You've been able to bridge that gap from either our cost of care, understanding post-acute, uh, how are we taking learnings from post- these massive post-acute healthcare companies that are making big changes in our healthcare system and how that impacts us in the long-term care world. So I'll just t- say to the viewership that you absolutely espouse this, which is actually a core value within our company as well, which is to ask questions because we come in as innovators. You can innovate, but if you don't ask good questions, if you don't understand the status quo... Um, your context by which you're operating and innovating upon could just not be as, as firm and stable.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a really important lesson. Um, we touched on it with the medical symposium, but as people try to innovate, you know, it's my personal view that if you are too narrow on the problem that you're trying to solve, it becomes very difficult. Mm-hmm. And so if you can zoom out and look at all the perspectives around it, um, that can lead to some really meaningful insights and a different perspective um, and way to view the problem.
0: Yeah, I'm going to touch on that in, in a little bit. That's a really interesting point. I think others will want you to double-click. Um, but while we're staying in with like professional lessons and lessons learned, any event um, <clears throat> within the industry that stands out to you, uh, you've, you've been in the industry, you grew up in the, in the industry, anything that you thought was really transformative um, that's impacted either your worldview of, of long-term care or long-term care insurance or any. Anything that stands out to you?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it's still along the lines of, of that early advice that I received of, of staying close to claims. Um, for many years of my career, I reviewed the details of every claim that came through the door. So that means I've seen thousands of claim files, uh, understanding what the situation is for the person, you know, what is their living condition, what are the uh, capabilities that they have um, and and again I just think you know seeing that human side of the situation um, and, and it is similar to the advice about zooming out yeah. you know understanding it from the customers perspective and seeing what they're dealing with and what their loved ones it's it's an it's a critical time in life for people yeah. you know the people who have raised them and helped them be who they are Uh, are now in a time of crisis, oftentimes, you know, and they need help. And and that's a, the financial aspect of that is usually secondary to the emotional needs. Um, So we play a very important role where we can say, hey, you don't have to worry about the financial side, you can focus on the emotional side.
0: Yeah, we're absolutely aligned with the policyholder claimants here. We're, during a really trying time, where we're able to come in and and again, missions and goals are aligned. well, let's stay with that. Let, we, we've covered a little bit of, of sort of your entrance into the market. Um, a lot of innovation is happening over the last several years. You've been a huge part of that. What are you most excited about or very excited about when it comes to either change and how we process claims on the product side, wellness, everyone's talking about that. Data analytics always is something of interest. What are some of the areas that you are not only bullish about but excited about how it'll change not only y'all's blocks but really the industry as a whole
1: yeah i mean definitely the thing that gets me out of bed in the morning is thinking about wellness initiatives how do we help people remain independent longer how do we help them stay in their home as long as possible how do we help them uh, receive the best care uh, that they need so i think all of those aspects are critical so that's what's very exciting to me um we're in some ways, uh, many years into this journey, um, but we also are, are new in this journey. And so it's it's really important that we have flexibility to try and experiment with different things um, and be able to continue to innovate and find new ways, uh, but also figure out what's working.
0: Well, you mentioned, you mentioned wellness as being something, an area of innovation that you're excited about. Um, Put your CFO or your actuary hat on. Right now you got a lot of blocks who are dipping their toes in the wellness. It's happened at an accelerated rate that we haven't seen in, in years. Any words of wisdom from the CEO level of, of having that, we talked a little bit about it earlier, like having that grit to say, we got to plant those seeds. You had mentioned that long for, for um, you know many year uh, ROI payoff. Any words of wisdom out there for either an innovator in the space or an executive who's thinking about launching some of these initiatives?
1: Yeah, I think it's important for me, the thing that I constantly preach is it's great to go after quick wins. You know, that allows us to say um, we're investing time and money and here's the results that we see. And, And everybody wants that as fast as possible. And there are um, aspects that we can go after that that produce those sort of quick wins. Um, but it's important at the same time to be investing in, as you said, you know, planting the seeds, mm-hmm. knowing that some of the initiatives are going to take longer, but the potential payoff is is significantly more. Yeah. So if we think about the timing of the claim, if you're uh, investing in an initiative that is while somebody's on claim, that's typically where we see the benefits the fastest. Mm-hmm. And then the further back you get from that time, Really, that's where you have higher potential payoff. If we can get to our insureds much earlier in life and establish good health uh, habits, access to resources at key times, in a um, detection of when those key moments are, so that we can provide the information and put them in touch with the different resources, that's where the big payoffs will be. Uh, But those take longer because they are farther from claim. And so you have to wait that period of time until they would get to claim and then you have to be able to measure uh, yeah. the time past that so we need to start that clock now so that the time can go by because otherwise we just keep deferring when that clock starts
0: yeah i mean i think that's a good point you mentioned earlier around sort of narrow investment and zooming out i think operating on those different well, perspective scales of being really focused on quick wins but also looking at those that are take 10 to 20 years it's hard to do but I think with your work in the symposium and other uh, areas of, of pulling in external information is, it enables that um, I guess I'll close with talk about the industry like where do you see the evolution of the industry going not like hey cast a bunch of vision 20 years out tell us where it's gonna where you're gonna be more so what is your what is your sense what is your vibe are you are you generally really excited about the industry where it's heading have you seen the pace of innovation either with technology or wellness programs or anything else really cool out there um are you bullish about it like what is what's in your heart when you start to think about from an emotional component of of us as an industry
1: yeah so one thing we haven't really talked much about is product development Mm -hmm. you know and obviously i manage a closed block so that's not a a, a, currently a big focus of Mm -hmm. mine Um, but it's still an important focus and i think um, the combination products that are in the market Um, continue to innovate. Um, There's some innovation around more middle market products. But I think, uh, you know, there's still a lot of ground to be covered there. I mean, I think it's an important need uh, for society, for government spending, um, all of the different areas, and so we have to continue to really ask ourselves: How do we solve that societal problem and provide that protection yeah. uh, for people? So that so that's one area, and then of course um, the ability to partner with the insured. You know, they yeah. they I always say, you know, nobody wants to need long term yeah. care services, um, and so how do we continue to partner with the insured um, and have that influence over their trajectory? So I think. There's so much potential in that area um, and there's going to continue to be more and more need for that. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really where we'll continue to see the innovation. And I think, you know, we'll look back and, and be proud that, that we played a role in it.
0: Yeah, I echo the sentiment. I think that we're, we're in a really exciting time on a number of different fronts. You're right. I don't know much on the product side, but uh, it sounds like there's a lot of really interesting things that are happening. Um, well, I want to thank you. Thanks for coming into Austin. Uh, thank you for what you what you've done for the industry and continue to do pushing the envelope on bringing in again a lot of outside experts who have never thought to contribute to our space and making us all smarter um, when it comes to for the services that we deliver and, as well as uh, the technology so thank you
1: yeah thank you appreciate it